Sylvia Sage, and when I'm not masturbating 12 times a day, I'm listening to PornDirectorPodcast.com. Recording from the San Fernando Valley and broadcasting to perverted minds around the world, it's the number one podcast in the adult entertainment industry, the Porn Director Podcast, starring veteran filmmaker and award winner Sal Genoa, and he's the purveyor of the DSA, the king of drops, and the best producer in the biz, Khan. We are brought to you by ChechicArmy.com, AdamandEve.com, OnlyFans.com slash Sal underscore Genoa. If you like what you hear, you're going to love what you can see by subscribing to our video format at PornDirectorPodcast.com for only five bucks a month. You can follow the Porn Director Podcast on YouTube, Stitcher, and iTunes. Also, email Sal or Khan at PornDirectorPodcast.com. Let's talk porn. All right. This will be an interesting show. I guess I'll just bring in the man, the myth. His last name is Legend. In studio with me today is Mr. Alex Legend. Hey, hey. How's everybody doing? All right. Alex has been on the show before. So let me explain to everyone what happened uh, today. Um, We had someone booked and things were going to be happening. And Sal hit me up and said, hey, I'm stuck on, on, on set. How about you and uh, Seth just take care of the show? I said, okay, great. Uh, Seth then informed me that he would not be able to co-host. So I thought to myself, who would be another good co-host that I can have? And I thought of my good friend, Mr. Alex Legend here. So text him, hey, Alex, I'm having a certain person on the show. Do you want to come on and co-host with me? And he, Alex said, sure. What time? I said, eight o'clock. He says, I'm in. And at 7.52, we got a text message from the guest who shall not be named telling us uh, she wasn't going to make the show. So I said, fuck it, Alex, you got a lot to say. Um, Let's do a show with you. You haven't been on in what, over a year? Yeah, something like that. At least a year, I would say. I can probably look it up. Let's see. When were you last on? Um, So Alex is a good friend of the show. Anyway, so Sal's not here. I'm flying solo, and Alex is being my guest. Um, It helps if I spell legend, right? Let's see. You were last on this show March 24th, 2016. So it's been uh, over two years. Wow, time oh, flies. Wow. Yeah, actually, like, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, because I was going to say maybe like 18 months, a year and a half or something, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's even longer. So, How long had you been in the industry? Uh, actually, right now, it's right around four years, pretty much like days, days, four days. I started kind of late summer, early kind of um, autumn um, yeah. four years ago. So yeah. that was 2014, I believe. Great. So last time you were on, you had just been in for around uh, two, two years. Two years. Has a lot changed in those two years? Yeah, I mean, like I think the first the first couple of years for uh, for male talents are always kind of um, difficult because you need to kind of make yourself known, uh, having people starting trusting you and booking you for gigs. So um, during those two years, I was uh, fortunate enough to shoot a um, bunch of content trade with uh, with some performers, which uh, definitely I think helped me kind of get get on the map to some uh, to some degree. And then uh, after that. Um, 
it's been definitely like a good ride for the last two years uh starting shooting for uh, pretty much uh, all the all the big companies so can complain nice okay so um before we jump in more i have to do my sponsor so you can help me out too for sure. um so uh one of our sponsors adamandeve.com go to adamandeve.com i'm sure there's some alex legend movies on there yeah, actually, I shot a couple for a K brand uh, recently. See. So um, I'm gonna search the website for you, uh, Alex Legend. Let's see what pops up. Oops, I didn't spell it right again. <laughs> Alex Legend. So I picked an easy name, but yeah, easier to say than type apparently. Um, wait, I think I'm just searching. I guess how do I go to movies area? All right, I'm good. I guess I'm not in the uh, the movies area. We got to be able to find you. You know, sometimes the guys don't get credit on the movies. Yeah, this isn't searching movies. Uh, I'm with it for her, for him, for couples. Oh, movies. Let's see. Oh, these are movies for couples. I thought Al Adam and Eve has like a huge video on demand, right? Yeah, but maybe it's broken down into like a different part of the website Adam or something. Like Adam Eve video. Let's do that. So anyway, they're a sponsor of ours. Go to Adam and Eve and put in the promo code SAL. I think you get some free gifts as well as uh, a sex swing. I think that might still be going on. Don't quote me. But anyway, you get some... You get, uh, oh, here we go. Now I got you. So you get you get some free stuff. Just go there, and you guys should shop there if you're a big fan of ours because on the uh, every time you buy something and use that promo co code, we get a little kickback. puts a little wind in our sails so we can uh, cross this large porn ocean, I should say. Okay, so we got some Alex Legend movies we got. Let's see. You probably don't even know... Um, you probably don't even know some of the names of the movies you did. So let, let's play a game. Let's see how many of these you can remember and who you shot with. Okay, so uh, The Seduction of Heidi. Uh, yeah, I think I remember this one. That was for like a boy-boy girl with uh, Long and Long and Romy Rain. All right. Uh, Porn Fidelity's Up My Ass, number two. Oh, so there was so... Oh, okay, so if it's with Porn Fidelity, then uh, because uh, I shot for that company, but they're based in Orange County, but apparently they're, uh, they have like the Adam and Eve uh, distribution. So uh, I would say... Tuk, 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 tuk. Oh, damn, I think I forgot her name, but I think it's... Uh, okay, it's a tiny girl. It's, um, uh, Holly Hendricks, I believe. Holly Hendricks, yep, that's one. <laughs> and I don't know. You're the only guy in this movie. Then there's Miss Abella Danger and okay. Sarah Banks. Yeah, maybe that was, I don't know. I, think I don't know if maybe you weren't in those scenes. Yeah. All, right, all right, let's see what else we got here. Um, the Hot Wife Life number two. Oh, uh, yeah, I think that was with Riley Nixon. Uh, let's see, I got to click on it here. See how good, you're, you're good. Most of these girls are like, I don't know what the hell I did. Let's see. Um, here's who's in this: Alexis Fox, Alexis Monroe, Cleo Vixen, Honey Gold, and Sophia Ryan. You are wrong. Oh, mm. let's see if this one tells us. And now it doesn't tell us which scene you are in. 
All right, mm. one more, one more, just for fun. I'm gonna. The problem though is like right now we're just talking about like a distribution and so like sometimes yeah. I don't even get actually the name of the company yeah. you booked me for. So when you sign the paper, it doesn't tell you. Let's see which one looks good. Um. Oh, that one would be too easy. Le Adam and Eve, Eve, legendary couples would be too easy. All right. Um. How are you in a movie called I Prefer Girls? <laughs> Let me look at this. Hold on a second. Can you at least give me like maybe like the company? I mean, oh or sure, like the, all right. So because um, we know it's Adam and Eve distribution, but then I kind of need Adam and Eve Pictures presents four hours. I I prefer girls. So this is probably a compilation movie. Let's see. Here's all the girls that are in it. Oh, wow, this has got a shit ton of... Uh, nah, you never mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's a four-hour TV, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing there's, what, right. at least something around, like, eight scenes on it or something like that? Yeah, all right, let me find a good one on here. Damn, you got a lot to your name here. Um, Thank you. Been putting in the hard work, if I say. All right, the hottest girls in porn, number four, Digital Sin. Digital Sin. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, like, I don't think, like, I'm, I'm not booked by a, f I don't know, like, no, I'm on this one. I'm, s I don't have any idea. Yeah. All right. Wait. I, Elsa Jean is on the cover, and there you are. It's got. It's another one with a bunch of girls in it. So, so how about you just tell me if you've worked with them, Adriana Chechik. Yeah, I did, uh, but that was only for uh, that was only for like a big uh, gangbang. Yeah, Alex Gray. Uh, Alex Gray, no, actually, I mean, well, I, I mean, well, technically, I shot some content with her, but I don't think we ever actually shot for any right. companies. Alexis Adams. Alexis Adams, yeah, actually, I did for Elegant Angel uh, a long, long time ago. All right, Annabelle Peaks. Uh, Annabelle Picks, yeah, I did actually a couple times for content and also uh, one time for Reality Kings. All right. Ashlyn Brooke. Um, doesn't ring a bell. Okay, so Alex, so you worked with everyone until we got, until we got to uh, Ashlyn Brooke. Wait, Annabelle Peaks, right? And then now next is Ashlyn Brooke. Yeah, no, that's the one where I think, like, I'm, I don't think, I mean, unless, but the, the, the thing too is sometimes some girls do also change their stage, stage name yeah. at different stage of their career. So if that girl was named differently at some point, and if I'm not seeing any pictures right now, right, I might actually kind of um, not recognize it. Uh, Callie Carter. Uh, yeah, actually, Callie, but um, that was uh, that was just for, like, a BG, like, content, mm. content stuff we did together. All right, Dylan Harper. She's girl, uh, girl, girl only, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, uh, I did an opera. I never shot with her. Elsa Jean. Uh, Elsa Jean, I did BJ with her. Yeah, Lena Anderson. I don't think so. And then Marina Visconti. Mm, I don't think so either. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Anyway, so that that was us, us doing sponsors there. What other sponsor do we have? Oh yeah, follow us on OnlyFans. It's only five ninety nine. Uh, you get awesome video for five ninety nine. Um, and it also puts wind in our sails, so make sure to support us there. Um, I'm actually trying to move all of our video content. I, actually, all of our videos are up there, but I'm trying to no longer host video on my website because it's too much, uh, too much maintenance, and I get tired of troubleshooting people's problems. 
So I'm moving everything over to OnlyFans. Uh, so go over there. That's uh, OnlyFans.com slash Porn Director Podcast. Um, so yeah, go over there. I, I answer all the messages over there. So if you want to DM me there and tell me I suck or tell me I'm great, do it there. All right. So every guy out there wants to know how to get in porn. So give them the quick cliff notes because you've done a show with us before of how it happened with for you. Well, for me, it was uh, actually pretty pretty random. I uh, met uh, Penny Packs through um, some friends um, going out in Hollywood, and um, we started hanging out and having a good time together. And uh, one thing leading to another, we went to a couple of shows, um, started banging. It was fun. And uh, apparently she was like, um, you get big dick and you fuck good, you should... Uh, get in the industry yeah she's the one that made the suggestion right yep <laughs> i mean like first couple of times i was like i don't know maybe i think maybe she's just trying to be nice you know i mean i'm guessing like hey you know like maybe she says that to every dude or whatever like i <laughs> that's I that's sure. her line she uses on guys hey you know. should do porn <laughs> yeah you know to just kind of flip there you go a little bit did you ever uh, ask her how many guys have you told this to <laughs> yeah i mean I, I think i kind of did but I, apparently like that that wasn't the case um too often so yeah I was like, okay, that's cool. And um, then she kept on saying it a few more times. I was like, you know what? I think I always had kind of said that somewhere in the in the back of my head. And um, and I thought that maybe that was kind of the, the right time to uh, to give it a try. So, Cool. All right, so tell me what your first paying gig was. Uh, I think that was a hand job for, um, for Doug Ford. <laughs> hand oh, job. I mean, maybe no, that wasn't. Uh, no, I guess technically that wasn't, but that was for um, damn, what's his name? Uh, um, uh, Jim um, Jim Camp. So like Jim that's Camp. the same the same producer director as as Doug Ford. But so uh, and, and like so that's your your first paid gig, mm-hmm. and uh, like is the pay less than a hundred bucks for a hand job? Uh, f- no, I think it was maybe like hundred hundred and fifty or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then and then you do a good job for them, and you're like, oh, they're going to call me back for sure. And then they never fucking call you back, right? Yeah, I mean, at first, it's definitely kind of uh, it's kind of tricky because you definitely need to get kind of a bunch of directors um, like in your pocket kind of so they can keep on calling you back. But uh, but at the same time, with that being said, like that's that's also like the the performers angle because uh, since then, you know, I really kind of try to understand also where like the producers, the directors come from and the truth is, like, their job and their paycheck relies on the fact that they need to just turn in, like, contents to whatever produ- like production company or, like, whoever they work for day in and day out in order to be paid. So for them, uh, it's the same as showing up to work if you have, like, a restaurant or something like that. You want to make sure you get food to cook or else you don't – you have nothing to serve to, like, the clients. Right. So. In this case, I think like yeah, directors for the most part, like they just look for for guys that they know are like chill and pretty much always gonna deliver like day in and day out. Because if they don't, then they're not getting paid either, and the crew is not getting paid either. Yeah, so. that's that's what so many people don't understand about the this industry is they they think they're gonna come in. I just just the other day, I was uh, you know hanging out with one of my brother's coworkers, and uh, this kid, for, first off, like uh, I took one look at him. And he he's like 22, but she look, he looks like he's 14. I'm like, dude, if you want to shoot content, I can get you content gigs. And the first thing out of his mouth was like, oh, yeah, totally. Just uh, hook me up with Riley Reed. And I'm all like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, 
Do you have any idea, like the shit you have to go to before you are even allowed in the same on the same set as <laughs> Riley? You know. Yeah, I think yeah, people have like that kind of misconception that you just join the industry and you just start shooting with like all the big name girls. And I mean, I guess, I mean, to some guys here and there, I'm sure it happens. And some people are able to just kind of cut some corners or get lucky to just kind of get, get kind of like foot in the door. But for the most part, yeah, I mean, you don't definitely start shooting with like the big name girls. I was actually pretty fortunate because I was able to shoot content with some like pretty big name girls uh, because of Penny, Pax and the fact that she already knew some of those girls. But that was at first, uh, yeah, most likely just for like content trade if they were doing so. Yeah. That's the great thing about today is everyone's got their YouTube channels. Everyone's got their OnlyFans. They got their clips for sales and their many, fi many, van many vids, right? Many yeah, many vids, vids. And, <laughs> many and their own websites. Um, so speaking of which, uh, don't forget to follow Alex Legend Twitter at Alex Legend. And I just realized I spelled it wrong on my uh, on my lower thirds over here. Instagram, the real Alex Legend. Uh, alexlegend.com onlyfans.com alexlegendxxx any anything else anywhere else people should follow you or I mean that's that's pretty much it I mean I'm definitely trying to um, to be there on social media with that being said um, between also uh, trying to be a regular human being showing up on set pretty much four or five days a week and also trying to do other stuff with my life such as working out to some degree and hanging out with friends whenever I can like that's I, I stick to that I know people sometimes they want to do more and stuff like the snapchat and everything like I have hard time with this stuff um, I feel like it already takes some time to actually put stuff on social media so I kind of like sometimes to just be able to go back at it and just look of uh, the stuff I've done or like the people I hang out with or stuff like that and um, I get frustrated with the stuff like those videos that get deleted every 24 hours because I feel like you put in the work and then you don't even have like kind of like good memories to kind of like um, to look at. Um, so that's a little frustrating. So I kind of stick to the stuff where sometimes I can just scroll yeah. down the timeline and uh, have a little uh, cruise through a memory yeah. lane. Well, I, what Adriana used to do when she had her pretty kick-ass <coughs> Snapchat was um, she would do a whole story and it'd be like freaky and, and stuff. And then she would save it and then just put it on her OnlyFans or on her website. At yeah, the I mean, I think if you actually recycle those stuff, like that's that's actually probably a good idea. Like the one thing with yeah, doing those stuff that are done in 24 hours and not saving it is just beyond my understanding. Yeah. At least I don't feel I have the time to well, just do that. I think that, I mean, back in the day, I think Snapchat, the whole concept was really brilliant, you know, like you send a naked picture and it self-explodes, you know. Well, I mean, now I they think, won't yeah. even let nudity on their yeah. fucking... But I think also it makes sense for, for civilians and people that are kind of like scared of, you know, like repercussions of, uh, of having naked content of them out there. As far as in my case, there's already plenty of me being naked everywhere. So yeah. the fact that it disappears after 24 hours is actually more kind of like a, a bad thing for me than like a plus uh, compared to other people yeah. that could be kind of scared for their career or something like it's just... I'm already out there, so it's just it, whatever job I can get anymore, that won't change with Snapchat being 24 hours or like lifelong things. Right, so. right. Right, right. Okay, so let's um, let's come up with some pretty interesting questions. But what's one thing that uh, is difficult about this job that the civilians have probably never thought about? 
I mean, I think as as male, um, I guess there is a couple things. Like one is definitely kind of um, the pressure, kind of day in and day out that you're in, because as much fun as it is um, to be on set and have sex with um, those beautiful girls, um, as I mentioned before, everybody on set only gets paid if the scene is complete and well completed, or I mean, at least completed. Um, which kind of, in that sense, uh, you try to not that get too caught up in, in thinking about it. But every time you go to work, especially nowadays with companies shooting mostly maybe one to two scenes a day, a few shoot still three or four, but there are very few and far between. Uh, we're back in the days, most companies were shooting maybe like four, five, six. I mean, hired like crazy, crazy story like that. So uh, when it was like that, if you had one bomb scene out of four or five, you still like were turning three, four scenes, so you were good. As of right now, with this one to two scenes a day, and especially if it's one, if the scene gets bombed, then there's nothing happening and nobody gets paid. So uh, that definitely puts some kind of pressure on um, on the performers and in this case on the on the dick of the male talent. So um, I would say that's definitely maybe one thing that I mean it's 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 still a great and fun job, but. Uh, it's kind of the same, I would say, as maybe being some kind of like professional athlete to some degree. Like, I'm sure it's great to be paid to play basketball. But oh, absolutely. I think, so, I think you know, some of the girls that are in <coughs> the industry, like the Angela Whites, the Adriana Chechiks, the Riley Reeds, the Bonnie Rottens, they're, they're straight up athletes because they're doing that shit every day, 25 days a month. You know, and they're putting their bodies through the grinder and, and no one really understands Yeah, that. I mean, it's definitely like wh one thing people say on set, you know, is just when you start is uh, if if the position feels uncomfortable, it probably means that you're doing it right. <laughs> and which most people don't really understand because sex you know, is all about um, just kind of having fun and having like uh, the best time possible and being like in as much comfort as you can. But it's definitely different. Like, for example, today I was shooting like a POV scene. And uh, in that POV scene, uh, the camera guy was on like a ladder behind me and uh, I was resting pretty much uh, half my weight on my arms and hands and the rest on my legs and to be able to like be like thrusting and not putting all my weight on my legs. So actually my I could I would not get tired every two minutes because <laughs> if not for scenes like that, you shoot one, two minutes, you take five minutes break, you shoot one, two minutes, take five minutes breaks and eventually like the directors want to just the stuff to get going. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so without throwing anyone under the bus or naming names, what's like the strangest reason a shoot has ever gotten canceled on you? Um, well, I mean, I had, I had like few curveballs. Um, one was actually uh, I got called um, the night before and like, hey, can you just fill in for that shoot last minute or something? I'm like, yeah, that's cool and everything. And then the morning of the shoot, get that text saying, um, um, I don't know, I guess like the shoot got canceled or something like that. And then um, fast forward to like a few hours down the road and stuff. And I'm just scrolling down Instagram and I see like that girl posting something about that scene uh, that actually ended up happening that day. But they just they replaced me with somebody I guess she hadn't worked with yet or something ah. like that. So something got kind of like changed around like that. And um, so then I called my agent. I was like, hey, you know, I saw the scene was canceled apparently. 
the only person that got canceled was me, not the scene. Yeah. <laughs> so but that you, was, you was can't, pretty... You can't take that personal, though. Well, right? no, no, yeah. no, no. I mean, that wasn't personal. But yeah. as far as, like, you know, something kind of awkward happening where you're kind of like, oh, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe, like, the girl is sick or something like that. And, like, in that case, I was just kind of like... Anyway. I was just kind of, like, being pushed in the trash can for a little bit. So uh, there or, was that. Or she had a bad d agent that double booked her by accident. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so things are possible. Yeah, one, one of the time was... Um, well, I mean, I guess it's just... It's not super weird, but I was actually driving in the hills where the service is bad and uh, the service only like came back on my phone by the time I got to the house to get a phone like to actually get a voicemail from my agent who they left it probably 30 minutes prior and that was right around like rush hour in the morning oh. to tell me actually like the girl wasn't going to show and I was pretty much on my way to nothing so oh, I went back home but I could have get that phone call 30 minutes before if my yeah. phone service was actually working and it wasn't so I mean I don't know if it's those are really like weird stuff but it's definitely kind of a little bit out there well, and I, I know one that like caused a little bit of havoc in the industry um and ca canceled a lot of things scenes was ringworm yeah i mean like there was definitely like bunch of bunch of stuff going like that around i mean like thankfully like uh knock on wood like i um i didn't i didn't get it but i also i like to shower before the scenes i like to shower right after the scene i know a lot of people are saying it's not necessarily related to that if you get contaminated oh, you, you do no that's but i mean you you get it off your skin it, it's a skin fungus and if you're cleaning your skin with antibacterial soap you're gonna be okay yeah, that's kind of, I mean, I think it's not clearing like 100% chances, but I think it definitely kind of diminishes the risk, so which is what I kind of like to do anyway. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, I, coming from a jiu-jitsu world, we, we would have ringworm outbreaks too, and I just started taking Lamisil pills, and after doing like, <laughs> for lack of better terms, one cycle of Lamisil pills, I never got ringworm again, and it's probably been like 10 or 15 years. Yeah, like maybe your yeah. body like built some kind of yeah. immune, immune yeah. system. Too. You got to eat the yogurt, right? Um, so let me ask you, you say you, you, you've shot up to five times in a week. Yeah, I mean, Wh what's actually that fifth that fifth day in a row like? Uh, actually, even I did I did worse. I think like uh, around Christmas last year, I did a stretch of like twelve scenes in fourteen days or something like that. Wow. And uh, yeah, I mean, like I mean, at that point, I mean, here's the thing. Like I would say, when you reach kind of like that that point, the main thing is more you kind of do your shoot every day and you're doing good, but you always know that there's kind of like the next day you have to shoot. So. Uh, the trick, at least for me, is to you still very much live the moment and be in your day. At the same time, remember that trying to be careful definitely with your dick to some degree to not do kind of like crazy stuff. Or if the girl is like giving you a little bit of teeth or something, trying to find some ways to be like, hey, maybe don't worry about the BJ too much. Go a little easier because mm -hmm. if your dick get raw and raw and raw, like mm -hmm. day, day after day, like that's kind of have you bad, had have you had a dick injury yet? No, I mean, uh, f well, I guess one time I had like a little cut from like a girl who had actually, uh, it, was, it wasn't it was even like from like a BJ, it was uh, because I think she shaved probably a couple of days before ah. that and then it was kind of like those kind of growing hairs and like they were really hard and sharp and it just cut me a little bit. But I mean, that was kind of like a long, long time ago. So <laughs> then again, knock on wood because um, I mean, I guess I'm, I've been doing pretty good so far. But yeah, yeah I mean, like the whole thing with that is... Uh, you still won't be on like on the day day to day thing when you shoot a lot, but at the same time, always remember that like you get tomorrow. So, 
you know you need to kind of pace yourself a little bit and i mean obviously trying to get some like good food and good rest uh yeah what night. i was gonna that's my next question is like what's the best way to recover I mean, the best way to recover is, I mean, like that, that kind of, you know, between like eight to 10 hour, you know, um, night of sleep. I personally use these. Um, 10 hours of sleep. I wish I could get 10 well, hours I mean, of sleep. Not maybe not necessarily yeah. like 10. I mean, I guess it, it also depends. But the thing you have to remember too is um, if you end up being shooting, like depending on the, on the time of the year, but when it gets really hot and everything, uh, not only you shoot your scene, but if it's somewhere around like between 80, between 80 and 90 degrees in the room you're shooting in and like it's really hot, um, you're, it's pretty much doing Bikram yoga, so um, which is you know like you already have like the intensity of the workout, and you mix that also with the intensity of the heat and doing your workout in the heat. So that's something that sometimes takes even more out of you. Which sometimes, I mean, wh whatever rest you can get, but yeah, I would say the rest and um, trying to eat good, eat, eat some good food is. Um, yeah, do it's you have like a, like a concoction that you drink, like some sort of protein? Or? Yeah, I always bring, uh, I have like protein shake in the morning, protein shake in the evening when I go to bed. And uh, sorry, I um, I always bring actually one protein shake just in powder, always in my, uh, in my shooting bag. And uh, I just pour the water right after when I'm done with the scene and I drink that on my way back home. Uh, which kind of uh, helps not having this kind of like crushing uh, effects too much because that's the one thing is like once you're done with the effort, uh, once on top of that you came because as a guy you can't fake it, you have to yeah. really come. And on top of that, uh, the pressure of the shoot um, is kind of going down because you did your job and like you were able to do that. Then uh, there's a lot of like your body pretty much shuts down and just wants some food and some rest at that point. So uh, having that protein shake helps kind of that making you like be like zombie mode mm. right away. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. So what when you get booked for a scene and they're like, hey, you know, Alex, you ha you got booked for blank. Like which one of those scenes are you like, oh, all right, this is going to be fun. I'm, I'm into it. Can't wait for this one. Mm, I mean, I guess sometimes it depends on uh, it depends on the company. There's definitely like directors that I know like pretty well that are kind of definitely um, easy, easy to work with. Uh, sometimes some companies um, a little less because maybe depending on whatever type of scenes they shoot and stuff. But um, I guess for the most part, um, when I get booked generally, I don't necessarily have like the name of like the girl I'm going to shoot um, with. So that's generally like also a big part of uh, like how enjoyable like the scene is going to be. Or at least if it's going to be kind of a type of easier day or not so easy day, which and by that I mean that if it's some, I'm someone really new that doesn't know too, too much, I know like the scene is really going to rely on me in matter of like opening up and making the transition and moving the the the, um, the scene along where if i know i'm working with already like a veteran girl that is like popular and good and uh, a nice person uh, i know it's going to be kind of shared duties so that's going to be easier on me so uh, i would say it, it's just it's hard to tell i mean i guess it's just kind of it's sometimes not so much just the companies there's just a bunch of elements of what type of scene is it going to be like a vr scene is it going to be a pov scene is it going to be like a third party is it going to be with uh which performer like um all kind of things like that adds up to uh to make the thing more fun or maybe sometimes a little less now i hear that vr is really really hard to shoot because you can't move you have to lay there um, and you're, you're at a weird angle because the cameras have to be at your eye level, so you're kind of actually leaning upside down a little bit. 
Uh, yeah, something kind of like that. I don't know if I've done kind of like the upside down, but you're definitely just kind of like laying flat with like your, your head um, pretty much staring at the ceiling. But in that case, it's not the ceiling. You're staring at the little VR cam. So mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of your tits and ass for the day yeah. <laughs> when it's the case. Uh, and, then, mean, and then when you come, you can't <coughs> move that much, right? No, you have to stay. You have to stay like very much in that in that position. Thankfully for me, uh, I come pretty easily when I kind of lay on my back, whether in my personal life or for work or something like that. So that part um, is is not the hardest for me. But yeah, after I would say. It's kind of like a double-edged sword, the VR stuff, because if the girl is good, um, you don't have to do too too much besides keeping your dick hard and kind of like enjoying what's happening. So that could be one thing that could make the scene technically, physically easier than some other scene when you have to really kind of give a real performance. Uh, with that being said, um, the other side of the sword is that, um, I mean, you can really do much and have too, too much interaction with the, with the girl. So that means like if you're not really feeling it or anything like that, then you're kind of in trouble because it's harder to get in your zone. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, so I've, I've probably done um, like three real scenes in my life where, you know, there was a camera crew on set and I had to do it and I, I just fucking hated it. I was like, this is no fun. I don't want to be told how to fuck. I don't, I don't want, like, the, I'm just not enjoying this whatsoever. So, like, I retired from that. I like doing all the, the content stuff and, and the having fun. Like, that, that's fun. I like um, telling our own story and going off and doing something and then fucking however the fuck we want. I mean, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, there's definitely, like, a, a difference between, like, shooting kind of, like, your own stuff. Uh, I mean, home style or not so much or whatever, but being doing that more, like, in the comfort of, um, of, of like, whichever way you want to do it versus definitely being hired by somebody. And uh, the being hired by somebody, regardless of the type of scene it is, it's definitely adding some kind of degree of level of pressure. Mm. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, sometimes sometimes it is what it is. And like any other job, it's just uh, some days are definitely fun and a lot of fun. And some days, um, sometimes a little less, but uh, you just deal with it. All right, right. All right, so I got to ask you because everyone asks me, and I'm sure they ask you anyway, hey, bro, how do I get into porn? I love fucking hot chicks. <laughs> well, first, uh, I think if you're straight, who doesn't like fucking hot chicks? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the second thing I would say is uh, you wouldn't try to talk to like Tom Cruise to be in the next Mission Impossible. You probably would try to reach out to the casting agent or you'd go to Central company. Casting. Exactly, yeah. something along those words. Those, those That's lines. a really so, good analogy. Um, so I would say instead of reaching out straight directly to performers, uh, try to um, look for agents around. Um, because there is definitely like a bunch. Uh, the best way to find agents, generally, like the 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 agent name is um is on people's uh, Instagram or Twitter's uh, header, so you can see like the one that pops up like pretty pretty often. Who's and your then, agent? Uh, my agent is ATMLA. ATMLA. But there's a there's a few out there. Um, there's um there's a Spiegler girls for but they only represent girls. You get the LA Direct that represent guys and girls. OC Modeling that does guys and girls. Uh, East Coast Talent Modly Models. Um, there's a okay, but when you email them, like what what should be in your email or how when you contact them, what what should you? Uh, I mean, I'm not really. I mean, I'm not really sure. Sure, I would say probably definitely uh, put some real pictures of you. Uh, 
uh, with and without clothes, uh, maybe wearing different type of outfits so people can see if you could be like a bank teller one day or whatever, like a business guy one day or something like that. And then the next day, like you could be like the trainer or something. I think mm -hmm. like somebody who can definitely like uh, have different kind of roles and characters. And Should and they just send a nude as well? Yeah, yeah, I would say send definitely nudes. Because Fully hard, right? And uh, yeah, I mean, I would say maybe one, one maybe when you're not necessarily kind of like fully hard but uh definitely somewhere uh where, where you're fully hard and uh, and not just kind of like a close-up of your uh of like a dig pig with like a really good angle i would say like a full body standing uh with like a boner like probably might be your your best shot but um yeah i think and and with that just have to try to be a try to be to some degree i would say yeah just honest and like where where you live um if you have some kind of like transportation everything because just like any other job where you work at different places every day if you just if you're not in town and if you come here and if you don't drive and if you don't like all those stuff are going to be stuff that you're going to have to just uh take care of and and pay for so uh just be aware of that and even though uh, you might be able to pay for that um through like the money you get from the shoots uh that kind of relies on you and not necessarily on, like your agent or anybody like that i mean agents sometimes help like paying for that stuff but they take it off your paycheck at the end of the day so yeah so what about like reaching out to some of like the am sites like uh gangbang cream pie um who else works with the amateur guy? Dog fart does some amateur guy stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think sometimes like you can also definitely reach out Brazzers. to some of those company. Brazzers does amateur stuff. Well, they do like the um, yeah on the on the on the on the East Coast in Florida, the guys okay. tend to be more amateur. Maybe I mean yeah I mean for those kind of stuff I would say yeah if you if you feel like there's some websites where uh the the male talents are always kind of different and uh, not so much kind of like the same big name guy that means they're probably willing to give a, a shot to uh to some newer guys so i would say yeah you can also like email those companies and uh, and pretty much with the same thing you know just a couple of pictures with like different kind of outfits on um little little story of like why why you won't get into porn and stuff couple of picture of you naked with like a boner and uh hopefully your phone is going to start ringing <laughs> Yeah, but more than likely not. It's 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 really I mean, hard. You never know. I mean, like the thing though is just kind of it's hard to tell like, you know, who you are and stuff. I would say another thing too is just, you know, just like any other job, uh the people that are like totally like socially unaware, even if you have a huge dick but you're like super awkward and you don't really have like any understanding of how people um are in like a whatever business environment to some degree like that can probably like yeah. be a problem because he, here's another thing i'm going to suggest and maybe you guys have had this issue is where um guys approach you know the girls like adriano will get approached and be like yeah i really want to work with you i want to get into porn like let's work together sometime and the person's never even shot a single scene and and then they're, it's like don't don't email these girls yeah, don't I think dm them don't text them i mean i agree with you i think like what happens here is because uh people are selling the fantasy so good yeah that uh people actually think like they're friends with them and everything i get always emails from fan all the time and it's just kind of uh people think we're already friends and everything and they know me pretty well which i'm sure i mean after watching a bunch of the scenes and like hearing me talk with like those intro and everything it's yeah. just I mean, there's like the porn person, huh? but to some degree, you can probably 
I guess, I don't know, know me a little bit, you know, yeah. so which is fine. But then I have those total strangers that I yeah. know nothing about that I feel like they And they're like pals me. with you now. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, I'm. you might be a good person. I have no no idea of that. Like, And I'm not saying like you're a bad person whatsoever. But at this point, like, we're not friends because I don't know you. So. Yeah. yeah, it's really funny because even uh, because of this podcast, I'll go to like Exotica or something like that and... And like people come up to me, yo, Con, what's up, man? Da, 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 and they'll start talking to me. And I don't know if I know them because they're in the industry or if yeah, I mean, I've too like, many people. So it's it's hard sometimes <laughs> to remember and to pinpoint where you met those yeah. people. And like I'm like trying to figure out, and then they're finally like, Yeah, your podcast is one of my favorites. And I was like, Oh, okay. Uh, you're you're part of the army. Okay. That's cool. that's good because it dropped like where where it comes from. Cause yeah. sometimes I end up saying hi to people and I'm like, I have no clue. Some girls, yeah. maybe I'm like, I try to remember everybody and uh, having some kind of uh I take I take notes of all the scenes I shoot and everything. So this way, at the end of the year, I have some kind of uh, understanding of yeah. uh, of the year and stuff. So but yeah, I think every guy who gets a lot of work in this industry has had this happen. Like you arrive on set, you're working with a girl you haven't worked with before, and you go, "Hello, my name's Alex Legend," and she's like, "Yeah, I know. We worked together last week." Have you had anything like that? Mm. Um, maybe not on set, but at some events, sometimes I did say hi to some girls that definitely looked familiar, but, uh, I Uh, couldn't really problem. I'm going to fix that. Um, yeah. So I did say hi to those girls and I was just kind of, damn, like they kind of, um, look familiar, but I'm not really sure what, like where, in which setting I, I met them. So, uh, but I mean, eventually they're like, oh yeah, we shot together for that stuff. And then. Eventually, everything comes back to me. But uh, I'm actually that's that's why I try to like take notes and because I think it's kind of insulting when you have sex with somebody and you end up not remembering that. Yeah, but, I but mean, they do the same with you as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, I mean there's plenty of times where. But the the thing that's I think might be a little easier on girls is the fact that the the pool of male talents is not that huge. So technically, I think it's easier to remember fifty to a hundred people much more than like a thousand to twelve hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's true. That's true. All right. So let's uh, let's play a game. I think you played it last time, but I don't remember what your answers were. So we'll play it again. All right. Do you remember this game? I remember the little Caribbean music. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> you're on a boat floating in the ocean in the Caribbean, apparently. And uh, it springs a leak and you start rowing to safety to the closest island. And on that island is four girls, industry girls, and this could be any four girls that you choose, any girl, any era in her prime. What four girls would you want on your porn island? Um, damn, that's... That's kind of tough, especially when like you're kind of like any era stuff too as well. Yeah, like, that's just, right. Like, that's what just, makes it fun. It's just so wide, like, because at the same time, like, I mean, I can think of like a bunch, but at the, it's hard to just kind of then you're like, oh damn, I missed this one. I guess I'm gonna go with uh, maybe some um, some like old school uh, old school girl. Then um, I was definitely like a big fan of Devon. Uh, oh, Devon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Devon. Well, that's loud. Sorry about that. Um, so I guess maybe uh, she'd be kind of like that kind of like a hot uh, tiny tiny blonde 
Um, I don't know, I think it's hard to go without like Belladonna just because I think I watch definitely a lot of that. Um, so that's two right there. Yeah, I miss Bella. I wish she'd come back. Um, Tory Lane. I wish Ooh. like I just, I ended up getting in my career like literally right around the time she stopped and it just never got a chance to work with her. And, uh, and um, so there's that. And um, yeah, I think obviously I can really, uh, there's, uh, there's my favorite little mermaid siren, siren like that. I can, I have to just, keep her with me so uh penny packs obviously there you go see sometimes it takes guys a long time to answer that question for some reason <laughs> all right now i mean it's just i guess the whole thing is if as long as you don't get judged for like forgetting some girls maybe well we only gave you four yeah so um all right so now uh that that island catches on fire and uh you have to abandon island and you paddle over to the next island and on that island is four male talent, any era in their prime, as if it matters. Uh, and you just, you're just you stuck with them on that island. you got to hang out with them. Uh, who would the most ideal male talents be to hang out with? So I have four? Four, yeah. Um, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of like cool, cool dudes in this industry, but... Uh I don't know, I'm definitely gonna go with probably some of those uh, some of those Euro um, Ramon Ramon No More is a uh, is cool guy. Um, yeah, there's a few Americans do that like too. Uh, Xander is uh, definitely uh, we can check out some some metal together and oh, have yeah. a, some kind of a, a good time. Uh, well, I guess to keep things kind of like interesting, uh, I can bring uh, another Spaniard there, um, Tony Ribas. <laughs> Just because I know that if he's there, the party is going to be there no matter what. Um, and actually, uh, one that I met, uh, I think, a few months ago, like a French, another French film performer that is pretty cool. And uh, I think he's going to come back here sometimes. Uh, Ricky Mancini. Cool dude. So, uh, yeah, I think like if we're uh, with all those guys uh, and if there's still a few, few girls hanging out, uh, we could have some pretty good. As long as somebody brought like a camera and a few batteries, <laughs> <laughs> we should be good. Right, right. Now, now let me ask you this. Uh, okay, well, first off, who was the French guy that was doing the announcing at Pornhub? That did the uh, gave away an award. I had never even heard of that guy. Uh, no, I don't know. But the thing is, from his accent, maybe I could. I would say maybe he was French Canadian. Oh, yeah. But uh, it didn't. I mean, at least for me, maybe I might be wrong. But generally, I'm not when I watch movies or stuff like that. This guy didn't sound like he was born in Paris or nowhere close to that. Yeah. And I think the is French French accent is hard to kind of fake. Is there a, a, a part of France that has like a wacky accent, kind of like how we'll have like a southern accent? Yeah. Or Kind of in the in the north nor northern like all by the not super far from like the Belgian border mm -hmm. um, town called uh, Lille L I L L E mm -hmm. uh, pretty close to to England actually like that's pretty much wherever you take the the boat or like the mm -hmm. train to just go there uh, they have pretty whack accent that could be kind of a little bit of like the mm -hmm. south kind of thing right, so, right, right. but it's in the north I mean it, the south has like also a pretty strong accent but the the southern accent in France is actually uh, it's pretty singy it's almost kind of like uh, French meets uh, Spanish slash Italian kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So there's a little bit of that thing going on. So I would, I mean, it's definitely an accent, but it's a, it's a fun accent to hear. So nice, nice. So what what's like a Guianan accent to your ears, like a French Guianan? Oh oh oh. Uh, or like a Haitian accent. 
Yeah, I mean, that's sometimes, I mean, for the most, I mean, I guess once you're kind of in it, eventually you start kind of picking on it and just kind of understanding because mm. you know, like the words, but the pronunciation is so different that, uh, <coughs> sorry. Yeah. You got water takes, right next to you there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It takes, it takes just kind of like a little bit of time to adjust to, um, to like the, 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 the way like people talk. But yeah, I mean, at first it's definitely challenging. I would say the same as probably for some people, like when you're American and you hear like some like Scottish I- or Irish, Irish yeah. or like Australian people sometimes, especially yeah. like the one that are not so much living in the cities, but the one that are like, kind oh of man, th- I think New Zealand is one of the hardest. Yeah. To, I think that's pretty understand. hard too. I think we were watching like documentary, like pretty recently about New Zealand and I was like, so thankful there were subtitles. <laughs> because <laughs> without those I'd be yeah. dead yeah let's see uh, do I have any other games uh, well I got another sponsor yeah so we'll do this so we have a website called uh, custom triplexvids.com and what you can do on custom triplexvids.com is uh, you can go on there and you can have an idea and maybe there's a certain scene that you've always wanted to see um, you can go in uh, shoot us a message and say hey I have this scene I want to do uh, it's with Alex Legend and Penny Pax, and I want them to hang upside down from a ceiling fan and have sex and pop balloons with their nipples uh, while they're having sex. Yeah, I um, think the problem right now is you're actually giving them ideas they might actually write down, <laughs> so you right. should probably be a little yeah. more mild with yeah. your well, yeah, I want to see Alex Legend and Penny Pax and a loving uh, horizontal missionary. On uh, my bed. Yeah, with uh, <laughs> candles lit. <laughs> Um, so anyway, they can go on there and um, just fill out a form and we'll write you back and tell you how much it would cost. We'll make it. We don't make any judgments as long as no one's getting hurt. Uh, we don't care if you have any weird fetish or anything. Don't be embarrassed by it. We're happy to try and make your fantasies come true. Uh, if you have specific talents you want or you have a specific idea or maybe you want us to take some uh, creative um liberties ourselves anyway we can make it happen um and uh just shoot us an email uh, or shoot fill out the form on the website that's uh, custom triplexvids.com and tell us what you want and we can try and make it happen for you so let me ask you this alex if you were to log on to custom triplexvids.com and you were to do your fantasy scene no budget restrictions. You can get anyone you want, any girl, any guy, in their prime, any era. What would this fantasy scene be? Yeah, actually, pretty much, pretty much close to like the the, the four and the four island on the, on the one island, and like the same on the other. I would say like you probably like a group. A group scene with uh, with bunch of guys, bunch of girls. Like that's kind of like the orgy setup. Sounds great. Uh, with enough people that sometimes you can go to some kind of like DP or double anal, double vag or something, but everybody still kind of like stay busy. So uh, yeah, I would say a few, a few good girls, few good guys, and I think like pretty much the one I named uh, earlier. I think like they would do just fine with uh, with a scene like that. Nice, so. nice, nice. So if you guys want to make Alex's uh, Alex's fantasy, I guess fantasy. Island, fantasy scene island we gotta happen. Ma- we got to make three girls, right? Uh, how many? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's th- we got to make three girls come back from retirement. Yeah. <laughs> right. We got sheep one guy from France. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
And uh, then the scene can happen. So that's uh, customxxsvids.com. Go check it out. Um, but to just to add to that, though, I think it's it's really good. And uh, I think like Ken was saying, like uh, something very, very true is just as long as nobody gets uh, get hurt, um, that's really important that everybody is just kind of living their fantasies through porn. And I think it's really actually important and sometimes not talked about uh, enough is the fact that I think porn really helps people. Uh, to some degree, being able to fulfill some kind of fantasies because it's okay to have things going on in your head. You don't necessarily like, control it and there's nothing wrong with that. The one thing is just you definitely don't want to act on it if it's something that is really weird and out there, especially with people that are like not consenting with any of that. But through porn, I think a lot of people can have like a lot of fun, a lot of enjoyment and fulfill some of those fantasies. So just to have at it and start writing your scripts. Nice. Nice. Yeah, send us your script because we can make that happen too as well. All right, so what is the strangest email or request you ever got? Like, what the? Um, well, yeah, I mean, I get sometimes, like, from uh, from some, some gay fans, but not, not all the gay fans, but some, some gay fans sometimes are like, hey, could uh, do you escort or stuff like that? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, first, I don't escort, and on top of that, I'm straight, and I have a girlfriend, and... Uh, sorry, their answer to that is something along the lines of, um, yeah, I mean, like, you're straight, but that would just be, like, with me or something like that, or, like, some stuff where I'm kind of, like, I mean, I'm not trying to be mean here, but if you only see me doing straight porn, there's probably a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, I guess, uh, stuff like that. Some of the stuff sometimes is uh, to get, like, um, I guess, yeah, I got requests one time for, like, dirty, dirty underwear, kind of, we're talking about... Uh, Kind of not using a, a toilet n- paper. A number two underwear. Yeah, kind <laughs> of number one, number two, no wipe, just using the underwear. <laughs> so uh, I guess that counts as a kind of yeah. kind of strange. But um, yeah, we'd say something around there. Well, okay. So if someone wants to see one of or the best scene you've ever done, where should they go to see your best work? Yeah. Like, what do you think is like? All right, you were done. You're like that's probably my best scene i've ever done or one of the best scenes i've ever well, done. well i mean definitely on like alexlegend.com i have a bunch of like uh, group scenes or uh, dp dp scenes that i've done like a while back where i think like because they were content trade scenes definitely uh, kind of low pressure and definitely you could tell like we're enjoying ourselves like quite quite a lot so i would say some of those scenes are probably up there uh with that being said i mean nowadays with like the quality of the editing and all that stuff i think there's a bunch of like good scenes out there uh, also for like all the companies that book me pretty regularly where i think like sometimes they actually end up kind of turning out really good the funny thing like the one running joke in the industry is that sometimes when the scene is not so good i guess the editors like spend go above and beyond to just edit the scene which end up generally being like the fans favorite and you just kind of keep on retweeting those scenes where you're like that wasn't great but for whatever reason it's just the editors just kind of nailed it so good that yeah editing makes a big difference absolutely so uh so yeah i would say there's definitely some um yeah some of those some of those groups in on my side that are are fun but uh there's there's a bunch of stuff out there i think like for the most part, I try to definitely go go after stuff that I enjoy doing. So uh, and try to always just show up on set day in and day out, just uh, trying to deliver like the best performance I can. So that's um, I think most of the time. I mean, if not all the time, like you wouldn't been probably feel uh, just kind of chipped out of your money if you watch any of the scenes because I definitely put some uh, serious like uh, blood, sweat, and tears in it. 
Literally. <laughs> exactly. Literally. Like, what's your biggest acting gig you've had to do so far? Like, you actually had to, like, read the script, act it out. Um, like, uh, your biggest, you know, <coughs> I guess it would be kind of be like a feature project. Mm. Well, there's a there's couple of things. Uh, there's, like, a Brothers thing uh, that I shot not too long ago. It's not out yet. It's going to be out for Halloween uh with bonnie rotten in it and uh, i think this one um i play like the boyfriend and things get kind of creepy from there but oh, nice. that's all i can say how was shooting with bonnie uh it's great definitely uh, i guess uh, did she squirt on you yeah she uh, literally squirted in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah i mean i mean that's the one kind of thing where it's good because jay you take breaks to drink water where in that case i was just kind of like all right whenever you square i'll just drink that <laughs> and then i just get rehydrated for that <laughs> people now, would pay I'm good half, money for that people i know i know i know i know pay good um, money for that so yeah there was there was that um i did few things acting wise that were pretty cool too uh when i shot for misa x with penny packs uh which is kind of company based out of uh, Wisconsin and does more kind of like fetishy custom type of thing. She does a good job um, telling stories. Yeah, I think I think she does, and I think like uh, so that was that was that was definitely like pretty pretty cool. Um, also, I shot for Pure Taboo a couple of times, and I think like they definitely want to uh, push kind of like the the, the 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 acting out of people and just trying to perform like more naturally on that and really. Um, appropriate themselves with the the characters so i think that was also pretty cool so um no i mean can't complain definitely didn't think that being french and uh just learning english in high school or like middle school high school like everybody else that i would end up in the u.s being kind of an actor yeah <laughs> and, and acting in english as well right yeah exactly so. it's just kind of like it's one thing to uh my, my little trick during when i have like um some lines of dialogue or something i just I read it through like a couple of times and then after I go after my lines and I take kind of like, uh, I, I take notes on my ends as kind of like that's my first line, second line and everything. And then I kind of go through that and then I don't look at the script and try to just kind of like drop all my lines just to myself. And when I feel like I got pretty good flow to it, generally it, uh, it flows pretty good in the scene. So. so, So can you, do you dream in English now or are you still mostly in French? Yeah, I would say I think I think for the most part it's uh, it's English and stuff. I mean, I guess sometimes when people uh, drive uh, pretty bad in front of me, which is a recurring case in LA. <laughs> if you live in LA or if you've ever been to LA, it's just uh, one thing with that is that it seems almost like um, lanes or just uh, some kind of <laughs> exactly. It's it seems just a guide. Pe people don't even kind of really pay attention to the lanes, and I'm like, well, um, Tesla's gonna fix all that because it'll keep you in lane. Yeah. Right? Uh, so, but yeah, so no, so when people do like kind of like weird driving stuff, I guess sometimes Man. I kind of swear, yeah, I swear it in uh, in in French, uh, and sometimes here and there, I guess it comes out in French. But I guess like the longer I've been here for eleven years now, so it's pretty much kind of like old English all day every day. And even when I talk to myself, I. Um, just uh, talk to myself in English just also because sometimes English is just so direct that once you're used to that it just seems kind of you use too many words sometimes yeah. when you speak French yeah it's what I mean I, I speak a little Portuguese and it's like so like uh, and I think it's the same with French so in, in English it's I go we go they go right so in Portuguese you have to know four three other words to be able to say that so it's like ilvo as i go nos vamos as we go uh and then dele vai is they go 
I yeah, guess. same yeah. same kind of stuff. You have to like conjugate like the verbs like for yeah. like any so like six different times and six different ways for every different uh, whether it could be like conditional or preterite or uh, present perfect or all those kind of yeah, things. I, so, yeah, I don't think I would ever like that's the one thing I can't get. In, in Portuguese is I can't get my texts and I can't conjugate the verbs it's tough yeah I mean I think honestly like even in France especially for younger generations I think a lot of people are actually even confused being French how to even speak <laughs> proper French so I mean that's but not I, a good I, sign for other people to learn it I, I think um, <laughs> it's funny because I hear like older generations and, and there's generations below me and like all my friends would be like these people like don't even spell things right and I'm like that's the same shit they said about us when we were growing up I'm like I'm like well cell phones just completely changed our language because it's no. perfectly acceptable to say OMG now or LOL or BRB well actually no one uses that anymore but uh, y you can completely uh, just acronym your speech now and it's perfectly acceptable no I mean it is but at the same time it's funny thing for me though is uh, for example when people don't know how to use uh, then and than T-H-E-N uh, and T-H-A-N yeah yeah like that's the kind of stuff that actually drives me crazy because <laughs> I did learn like proper English so when I write it down and when yeah. my phone auto because I think sometimes too I think people do mean to write the right thing but the phone autocorrects to then instead of than or something yeah. it's weird sometimes like how I'm like don't you have some kind of grammar kind of like intelligent computer in there somewhere yeah. but apparently not yeah yeah the most people don't the, there, there's a really funny one that um a special someone in my life always does um very and vary v-e-r-y and v-a-r-y this person gets it wrong all the time and it's comical at times so. yeah i mean i bet i mean and talking about like something really to kind of like phone and like auto correct or something uh one time just to uh, have some fun i asked uh, i asked siri how good she was at sucking dicks and uh, her answer was from a scale from one to ten she goes to eleven <laughs> so whatever that means i didn't know like siri was right. that good at sucking dicks but siri how good are you at sucking dick? Oh. I hate Siri. All right. Siri, how good are you at sucking dick? Just doing my job. Oh, she nice. gets different stories, but yeah. I mean, I guess that's not that's not too bad either. <laughs> no, not too bad. She's just doing her job. All right. So don't forget to follow him at Alex Legend XXX. Instagram, the real Alex Legend. Uh, alexlegend.com, onlyfans.com slash alexlegendxxx. Where should people follow you? What's the best place? Like, if they want to see the best you have to offer, where do you go? Uh, I mean, I guess well, they're all kind of like different. If you if you just want to keep up with what I'm doing and stuff, I would say uh, Twitter or Instagram are probably good if you want to keep up with the movie releases and also some of the scenes I put on my website. Uh, Instagram, sometimes when I go to shows and stuff, there's a bunch of videos on there. So if you like the kind of stuff or want to discover some music or stuff, like that's probably a good place. Uh, as far as porn stuff, I would say uh, definitely like the website is uh, is definitely pretty solid and there's like over 150 scenes on there. So How you often do you update the website? Uh, once a week with at least like a scene and then there's kind of like a pretty girl photo set, hardcore photo set, bunch of video B BTS videos also of like the scene. So it can keep yourself like busy for uh, for a little while. And then uh, I'm going to, I I, um, I kind of slow down a little bit on the OnlyFans for a little while, but now I have like a bunch of content I'm going to put on there. So uh, that's going to be more just kind of about me and uh, just kind of little tidbits of just kind of me taking shower, just kind of uh, me waiting on set with like a hard on before like the directors need me or stuff like that. So if that's kind of stuff you're into, then 
OnlyFans uh, slash uh, Alex Legend Triple X is the place to find that stuff. There you go. And there it is, the outro music. That was fun. Cool, 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 cool. That was a quick quick little hour. Hopefully uh, the, the audience enjoys it. All right. Thank you, guys. All right, guys. Don't forget to follow us at PornDurPod. Uh, we don't have Instagram. What else do we have? Uh, I don't care about Facebook. We got a YouTube channel. Um, just search for us. You'll find us. Don't forget to email us. Uh, make comments. Uh, follow Sal at Sal underscore Genoa. He couldn't make it today. He had four shoots. I think one of them was a trans shoot. Um, so go ahead and give him a follow. Tell him you missed him. Um, follow us at PornDirPod. Uh, go to our OnlyFans.com slash PornDirectorPodcast. Go to PornDirectorPodcast.com. Send us an email. Tell us hello. And uh, you guys, thanks for following us and thanks for your support. Thanks for coming on, Alex. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You guys take care. And now I bid you adieu. Good side.